Awi wa wa wi wo. Hey. What up? What up? Welcome, Eric. Welcome, Fredheads, to another episode of Think Fresh. <laughs> we are your two amazing co-hosts, Eric and Ty. Eric, he's a handsome guy. Me, I'm a cutie pie. He's a oh. he's kind of like the laid back guy. I'm more like in your face, like a but in a fun way. So yeah, we're here to entertain like a, you. Like kind of like a chicken with his head cut off, just running around you. Um, you know, bothering you at all times can't seem to go away. Damn. Well, if that's <laughs> the case, then you're a chicken with the legs cut off because you're um, very uh, blobby and um, you don't you don't you don't bring much much heat. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I guess we're both. If I if I'm uh, with if I have my legs cut off, then you have you your whole body cut off. You're just the brain of the chicken um, because you don't eat meat. <laughs> that's, that's true um as far as this podcast goes i bring the think because i'm just ahead you yeah. bring the fresh i bring the fresh i put tie on to all the designer brands you know the luxury automobiles you know mm-hmm. uh how to swiftly check in at lax things like that mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this guy is like in a completely different cast from all of us yeah it's a fact you've been watching mm-hmm. indian matchmaker <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you're new money though. You're this isn't like old family money. This is new money. This Dude, is podcast I'm, money. If I'm any kind of money, then you are too, because we do the same thing. So Yeah, that's right. The heroes <laughs> just keep rolling in here on Think Fresh Podcast. We we can't yeah. stop it. We're trying to like self-destruct our own podcast every week and it just doesn't work. That is true. We do uh, you know, literally are jumping off a building with this thing, uh, but we don't seem to die. Every Damn. episode we bring up some new cancelable offense, but you know, you guys keep coming back for more, more interesting. Yeah. Think, think fresh, the unkillable podcast. Yeah. Much mm. like the rat, you know, squirreling under the uh, oven at Subway. You just, can't, <laughs> you just can't kill it. Yeah. Much like the tomato on <clears throat> in the bucket on the line is that no matter how soppy, <laughs> rotting it gets, it still gets served up every day. That's a <laughs> just fact. like, just like our inspiration. Mm hmm. Speaking of inspiration, um, what did you have for lunch today, my guy? Because, you know, mm. today's Friday. That means we have less meetings. You know, we have more time to, you know, really reflect on our week and to cook up something special for lunch. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And special is what I ate today. Uh, I had a few glasses of carbonated water. <laughs> um, I'm, I've had so much sparkling water this week, Eric. I feel like I'm going to, like, float away. I love that. <laughs> like I'm just gonna fly into the sky. I love that. Why? Bubbling, why? Bubbling. Um, why sparkling? Are you? Uh, are you a Soda Stream daddy, or are are you investing in the glass San Pellegrino bottles at Whole Foods? Now you know um, my sustainably minded ass would go for the Soda Stream. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to do all that much recycling, um, but it's awesome. I, I love being a Soda Stream head. I, I, like the the Yev's Barhar designed uh, container sits lovely on my counter. I love the ritual of taking a like two foot metal canister to London Drugs every couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's just great and like frizzante all day. That should be like I'm gonna get that in a script font on my wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so how do you replicate like the you know carbonated water feeling? Like do you is it simply just adding CO2 or do you drop in like a few magnesium tablets in there too? I'm, I'm a purist. I just go for the CO2. I think that's mm-hmm. enough to get me going. 
uh, what would the benefit of uh, <laughs> like drugging my own water be? <laughs> um, well, sparkling water is like, it contains a lot of minerals, right? Like you can buy, like, doesn't San Pellegrino have like minerals in it? That's like good for you. It's good for digestion, you know, all kinds of shit. Mm, right, because they, because um, Big Nestle scraped that the sides of like an ancient like sedimentary rock mm-hmm. in like a environmentally sensitive area when they mm-hmm. uh, scoop that water out of the pristine Great North Lakes of mm-hmm. of PC. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, shout out back, to Nestle. Shout out to Big Nestle. You know. <laughs> filling, filling our <laughs> our water bottles for us mm-hmm. um no but in like europe it's a big thing to um buy like like water with high levels of magnesium or like total dissolved solids tds for short nice and uh you know it's really just like for health reasons kind of thing it's like that you can buy specific waters that are high in magnesium for digestion um mm. so it's like you know you're constipated after you know you, your flight home back to europe so you mm-hmm. go shit let me get some of this water and uh really helps you go to the bathroom that's a really <laughs> good point i guess they do like i'm thinking about like the um the, the wettest of all sparkling waters which would be like aquapana uh which is a subsidy of san pellegrino which is a subsidy of crooked nestle and mm-hmm. i remember they have like magnesium and bicarbonate and like nitrate levels that are just like Pardon my pun, but pop it off. <laughs> <laughs> pop it bottles. Uh, Damn. Yeah. I mean, I kind of already, I, I always knew this, but then I realized like, uh, there's like different levels to it. Cause I was watching the, you know, wildly successful travel show uh, with Zach Efron. Have you seen this? Mm, no, I haven't. <laughs> uh, I was watching the one in, in France and they were talking about the tap water there and how like, uh, like you can buy like yeah different like levels of like magnesium or like TDS, mm-hmm. um, but they also which is the most fascinating part of this is that they have um, like water fountains all around the city, but they also mm. have sparkling water fountains all around the city too. No way. Yeah, so like much like birds and beats here in Gastown, you can choose between uh, still or sparkling when you're filling up your water bottle at a at a park next to a homeless guy. Damn, that would be a treat. The, the, the future is already here. It's just not evenly distributed, am I right? Exactly. It's just in Paris. <laughs> yeah, I, I do like, though, like, the only, my access, primary access point outside of my own kitchen for sparkling water is at, like, <clears throat> n- nicer culinary establishments. Like, mm-hmm. earlier this week, I was getting a cheeky, a cheeky cocktail on the patio of the Victor at the park downtown, Vancouver. And mm-hmm. um the I, I love the interaction during the water ordering at any nice restaurant because <clears throat> the uh, server they come up to you and they have a they get so smug yeah. when they say well, before they ask it they know they're gonna ask it and they're so mm. smug about it they <laughs> still are sparkling this evening mm-hmm. and then I get so smug right back at them yeah. we both got this big grin on our face when I come sparkling, back sparkling baby sparkling. <laughs> <laughs> you already know what you're gonna say before you ask the question <laughs> yeah yeah he knows what I'm gonna say I know what I'm gonna say like yeah. That's awesome. So you just sit there tight-lipped waiting for him to finish a sentence and then you say, mm-hmm. sparkling, sir. You you already know what I'm here for. Yeah. You, <laughs> you know why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, Travis Scott sent me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's awesome. So, okay, did you just have sparkling water for lunch or did you have some kind of food as well? <laughs> right, sorry. This question was, what did I have for lunch today? Okay, so I'll hit you with my lunch. Today I had an Israeli couscous salad wow. uh, with... Uh, 
lemon honey uh, vinaigrette. Wow. Yeah, chefed up in my own my own kitchen. I love that. I love that you like. You always put me on to new shit <laughs> every episode. <laughs> like, like wow, because you really have to be creative, you know, mm-hmm. with your constraints. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just allows you to like really flourish. I, yeah, I, love, I love to see it. For all the uh, breadheads, my approach to cooking is not unlike my approach to Subway, where I try to work <laughs> with a limited, a limited spectrum, a limited inventory of ingredients, and then mm-hmm. I try to be as creative as possible with that like small catalog of mm-hmm. options. Mm-hmm. So you taste you into some like some wild places where you're putting yeah. weird things on toast. You're you're combining things that mm-hmm. from all sorts of the culinary world. Mm-hmm. I love it. Chefing it up. It's just like Subway, though. I like that, too. You know, you're not buying the Chipotle mayo. You're buying some chilies and some mayo. And you're making mm-hmm. your own Chipotle mayo. Just go from, go from the beginning and then see what it goes with. Like, Subway's the only place where you might eat, like, <laughs> like actually consider putting, like, cucumbers and meatball on the same, like, lunch. <laughs> 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 like, nowhere does wow. that happen. Yeah. That's because you have, you know, a limited amount of ingredients and options it's like mm-hmm. and also most people don't go that often so like when you're there you're like well i like tomatoes and i like um you know roast beef i guess i'm gonna have them at the same time i don't know when i'm gonna be back here mm-hmm. that's a really good point so you want to maximize your your experience mm-hmm. they truly yeah. um they subway they're actually one of the smartest things they do is like be able to make you like able to customize completely what you want to eat because, like, mm-hmm. I've had everything at McDonald's already. You know what I mean? But I have not had close to any everything at Subway. <laughs> Damn, it's crazy. It's, it's, there are no rules there. That's their only rule. There's no rules. It's a fact. And I, I'm here for it. Like, mm-hmm. more, more restaurants really should follow in this footsteps. Like, can you imagine a McDonald's with no rules? Wow. It's just like, would you like this patty? with your like sandwich <laughs> mm-hmm. can i get a glob of mcflurry on my 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 wrap wow <laughs> i don't know well they did have the big mac snack wrap a long time ago do you remember that mm, sounds like uh like ant-man versus the wasp of mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> they had um they had in like late 2000s they had it like uh maybe even like mid 2000s uh, you know the snack wrap, right? It's like the small wrap thing that's like cl- barely clinging on a spot on the menu. Yeah, dude, it's more snack than wrap at this point. It's way more snack. It, that's the whole point. It's like not even dinner. It's like like you're driving, like you're in, you're driving to like Portland or something, and you have one in your hand. That's like what what it's for. Mm-hmm, it's um, cup holder sized. It's cup holder sized. <laughs> yeah, you can literally throw them in your cup holder. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, they have those, right? And I feel like they're just going to be discontinued soon. So make sure you place your orders today, folks. Um, but back in the day, they had a Big Mac one and it was like a long strip of beef uh, with some Big Mac sauce. And it was quite good. Wow. That does sound good. Yeah. This, they're they're, they're um, riffing on the format there. Yeah, exactly. They, they subway, subway-fied it. Mm-hmm. They were thinking fresh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was thinking fresh uh, today for lunch as well. Yeah, what'd you order? Or <laughs> I don't know. Do you cook fish, at fish home? <laughs> um, no, I uh, I did cook at home today. I mean, cook at the you know least 
like the smallest definition, minimum. the bare minimum definition of cooking today. I toasted mm-hmm. some bread. <laughs> mm, nice. Um, that's what they cook at Subway. <laughs> that's all they cook at Subway. Yeah, the meatballs come from Mars. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, what I did is I toasted a bagel, <laughs> and I made a sandwich with the bagel. And the whole time I was thinking, like, well, this hole in the middle of the bagel is just getting away. It's inconvenient, you know. Damn, it is. Um, but okay, so what I had to do was like I had salami, and I like put one piece of salami directly over the hole to patch it up. <laughs> 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 I patched up Damn. the hole, and that way I could layer on more ingredients. I was like, okay, now it's time for the tomato, mm-hmm. and then uh, some lettuce. Uh, I spread mayo on both sides first. Um, mm-hmm. Tons of Malden salt, uh, mm-hmm. a little drizzle mm-hmm. of olive oil, black pepper, mm-hmm. and there you go, a little uh, bagel sandwich. Nice, cl- a classico Eric experience that sandwich. A classico, oh yeah, big time. Um, but I also, but it got me thinking, like, why, why do bagels exist? Why is there a hole in the sandwich? Yeah, what's That's up with the, the goddamn hole? It doesn't make any <laughs> sense. We don't need it anymore. Like maybe it was a byproduct of. Uh, some sort of antiquated production technique like mm-hmm. when bagels were invented in like 1800s i don't know when bagels were made but like surely we've moved past that now when we can fill the hole yeah fill the hole we've evolved past the need for a hole <laughs> i um, think we need to get this on twitter get the hashtag going fill the hole fill the hole <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but just you know having to like patch it up naturally you know using the mayonnaise as glue um, using the salami as sort of like a, you know, wall, of course, to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, stack my uh, vegetables on. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really just don't get it. Um, mm. But, you know, the inconvenience of it did feel special to me. It was like, kind of like, um, you know, ordering a sandwich at Subway. It's like, it's not meant to be efficient. You know, it's kind of like a fun little thing. And uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, the inconvenience adds to the experience in my opinion yeah i get that those kinds of imperfections and uh uh care like characteristics that are a little bit like arbitrary whether it's the hole in your bagel or the terror in your uh, uh mary jeans or <laughs> the like misplaced pickle on your subway sandwich that's what adds character to mm-hmm. um the the object and that's what makes you maybe more intrigued by it ultimately mm-hmm yeah having the hole in there means like any mistake you make with it it doesn't matter because there's already a mistake there it's like mm-hmm. the same thing when when you're buying the ripped amiri jeans or a pre-distressed margella replica sneaker it's like mm-hmm. i can just buy these and then wear them as i would you know a pair of converse mm-hmm. precisely so i i guess there's two camps and i'm in both camps between filling the hole and maintaining the because of the um <laughs> the cultural relevance of the whole you know maybe the bagel should go in a museum not on your plate wow yeah <laughs> that's true and then just cutting it is also a challenge because then you have to like it's like much like uh when you're skateboarding and you have to like clear a gap mm-hmm. you know you're cutting the bagel down the middle and then you have to somehow line it up so that you're hitting the other side right in the middle too it's, Yo, it's, it's bagels- harder than it sounds Bagels are such a tough cut because when you press the knife, doesn't matter how sharp or serrated your knife is, when you press down across the middle of that hole, your entire bagel like implodes in on itself in like <laughs> shaped formation. Like yeah. it's like folding up and collapsing. Mm-hmm. So then by the time you finish executing the cut, 
your mm. bagel is no longer like two distinct pieces. You're, you're, you're actually probably put a 180 on the top piece and all of your, your delicious Malden salts have like splown out. They've, they're, they're just shrapnel around the plate. <laughs> a real, uh, real car crash, you know, scene here. Yeah. And get, you got to get your jaws of life unhinged and take a big bite. Literally. Um, yeah, I had to, I mean, as soon as I patched it up though, I had a nice surface area to really play with. And, uh, mm. I really, I really just like deleted the constraints of the bagel mm -hmm. and I, uh, you know, was able to operate with freedom um mm -hmm. within within the sandwich well um, well done well done then yeah do you think that is there is it tough to cut a foot long like i think about my experiences with wow. the final cut on the bagel yeah. it's the same situation with most at-home sandwiches but at subway <laughs> they execute that cut pretty well it doesn't matter how freaking full your sandwich is it can be bursting at the seams hold on you're telling me they execute it well i think you don't the... think I think they use the wrong side of the knife because it's like they just press down on it and it's like <laughs> you see both ends of the sandwich like flip up like uh, like, you know, you're popping the trunk and the hood at the same time of a car. Mm -hmm. That's what happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does look like some suicide doors. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you're right. I think cutting it like the length wise is probably very challenging, especially back in the day when they would, um, you know, tear the roof off that thing. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So. <laughs> Well, okay, so maybe they don't do a great job. Yes, they leave your sandwich strangled and gasping for air. And yes, there's like, they lose a few veggies along the way. But for how many cuts they have to perform and for how quickly they perform those cuts, I'd say the sandwich artist has like, I would do, I'd say they do it a, be a better job than I would of creating those incisions. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. Do they have to go through training to do that? It's, or do they just well, say, yeah. oh, yo, cut the sammy? I'd say that's probably the most important part of the job that would require training because <laughs> not only is it like you, this is the final touch part. This is like the, mm -hmm. sand, right? the sandwich is basically like on the pass. It's about to be plated and sent out to the customer. Mm -hmm. uh, so there's like a high level of QA required at that stage. So mm -hmm. training is required there, but also this is the, like the only time in the experience that the sandwich artist is actually operating like a weapon. So they might need some sort of certification or additional training to wield such a knife. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And you're right. It is a very critical moment because you're bookending the experience, right? Like you're mm -hmm. starting with an incision and you're ending with an incision. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, I would also like to see the sandwich artist celebrate that moment a bit more. Like at the end, it's like the final touch. It's like every single sandwich that mm -hmm. crosses the line here gets the same treatment it's like no matter what you order we're all eating a sandwich at the end of the day and you get this nice cut down the middle uh, just so that. it can be easily consumed later maybe in two parts if you wish mm -hmm. um but you know i think if they said something like watch this and then they cut it like i would just love i would lose my mind mm -hmm. like do a couple knife spins or something <laughs> yeah much like what a about... table side caesar at uh, boa steakhouse mm -hmm. shout out to boa I would like to see them replace the knife with a giant pair of scissors. And then it's kind of like <laughs> a sandwich cutting ceremony at the end. Yeah. We're a nice it's little like guillotine. A nice little guillotine. And you just kind of, they just kind of come in there, snip. And it's like, then everybody claps mm -hmm. and they move on to the next sandwich. Yeah. Wouldn't that be a stellar moment? That is a good point, actually. I've noticed a lot of Asian restaurants will do this. Like they'll have scissors for like cooking. Like I've never seen any other restaurants do this. Like they'll just come by mm -hmm. like 
especially at like Korea barbecue and you know you get like a big piece of meat and then they're just like using scissors to like cut it up for you and like put it on the grill mm-hmm. it's like so mm-hmm. convenient but it's just like mind-blowing seeing it you're like what the fuck if scissors are being used in the kitchen mm-hmm. I, I open like packaging <laughs> i use them all the time for cutting things it's a, a really nice tool also like like whenever you go to like a nice Italian restaurant, like a Neapolitan style pizzeria, and they give you the scissors to cut your pie, I always really appreciate that. Oh yeah, shout out Spacca Napoli. I've never, yeah, I've sh- been, I've been, I've had so many pizzas in Europe, and I never once have seen that. Wow, <laughs> maybe it's not a yeah. I don't know. No, they don't cut it for you. You use fork and knife. That's a good point. Yeah, it's a fine dining experience. Yeah, they're, um, yeah. They're... But I did have a lot of fun at that restaurant. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. and that thing has even like a rubber bottom plate so you can like wedge it under the under the pie and just snip right mm. across an extremely ergonomic pizza eating experience yeah. oh yeah it's extremely fun if you get lit at the breweries down the road first and then you do that because then you mm. just like oh, yeah. and then you try to hit that nice little glide with the <laughs> with the scissors just like straight across the pizza <laughs> yeah i really appreciate that after a few wobbly pops because you're like it's like bowling with the lanes with the gutters covered. Hundred <laughs> percent. Just Man. every every cut's a strike, you know. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Also, pizza cutters. Is that is there a role for a pizza cutter at the at the local way? What about if it's a pizza sub? <laughs> mm-hmm. They should they should roll roll through the the sub at the end. Yeah, really authentically. <laughs> I would also like to see them like, like cut the vegetables live for you not like chop chop but like more like a hairdresser just kind of like shoving some scissors into the lettuce and snip Mm -hmm. it around snip 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 because then you can kind of control like not just the amount of food you eat but the uh texture itself of each individual vegetable absolutely i think these are all great ideas power to Um, the people right yeah of all the ideas we've come up before subway uh for free you know in the last seven months of this pod you're welcome, um, Subway. I think, yeah, you know, we'll probably have to do a full episode on our top ideas, maybe after mm-hmm. a year of this. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I think my favorite is the table side crafting, where I think we're going to have to, you know, try to get urge them to do that. Mm, really, they can, the, the sandwich making system is so portable. They could take it right up to your table. <laughs> exactly. Much like a dim sum cart. Mm hmm. Yeah, or um, airplane food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. Already, Eric, I think uh, we should end the podcast there. <laughs> yeah. Forever. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> damn, see you never, Brightheads, but I'll see you, Ty, uh, in one minute because we're doing something else after this. <laughs> yeah, but uh, for the Brightheads, uh, follow <laughs> us on OnlyFans to see photos of the lunches we talked about today bang our twitter and our instagram feeds too uh we're happy to have new followers we uh, post a lot of great content. yeah join the community and um yeah chat some chat some shit with us in the comments mm-hmm. we love hearing from the fans yeah. tell us why you got fired from subway or why you got hired <laughs> mm-hmm. tell us about your favorite and least favorite sandwiches yeah, exactly tell us one idea you think subway should implement Mm-hmm. Already, we we will talk about that on the pod next week. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Have a great day, everybody. Day. Remember to think. Have fresh. a great weekend. <laughs> <laughs>